Hello and welcome to Thriving in the Age of Disruption. Mrs. Tassini Vajrastira, informally known as Kunwell, is the founder of one of Thailand's leading food ingredients companies. She shares her story with Dr. Ramesh about going beyond business success to finding her purpose in life. Inspired by her mother's spiritual transformation, Kunwell found a strong incentive to learn to live with wisdom, compassion, and inner peace every day. Come listen to a personal story where she journeys from zero to exceeding her millionaire dream and now to spiritual fulfillment by embarking on a multi-generational project to build a wonder of the world in Thailand. This life goal in turn spurs her on to achieve ever greater and sustainable success for her business and her people. Welcome, Kunwell. You're a very special guest, someone that I've known for maybe 15 years now. And we've been associated with your company, the Abra Group, for a number of years as well, consulting on corporate culture change. What I'd like to do for today's podcast is to have you, first of all, share a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Lamesh. It's a really a good opportunity for me to share my experience in life, in business. I'm starting my own business, the Abra Group Company around 35 years ago. I started with imported food ingredients. And right now we moved to manufacturer, but still involved in food area. And I'm creating a premium product for the food industry. Thank you for introducing us to what you do at work. What about yourself personally? You know, I'm starting the business by myself from zero. So I have to drive by my own to get successful. My dad worked with the government officer. My mom is a teacher. And I run business from zero and successful right now. We become like a successful mm. business company for me. I'm found success in my life. Given that your father worked for the government and your mother was a teacher, how did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Oh, I'm always dream that I want to be a millionaire. I would like to be the owner of the business. I always think about this. When I'm graduate, I work with the company mm. selling food ingredients until I have some problem in my family life. It makes me really upset to work. I don't have a passion to go to work anymore. Mm. So I decide to resign. And looking to start my business. At that time, I think that if I can sell only the product enough for me, for daily life use, enough. So I buy the garlic powder, sell to one customer. I got money enough to spend for my daily life use. That's enough for me. So I'm looking for the reliable supplier to expand the income. So I go to the library look at the journal, look at the advertisement and select the reliable company and contact them by Telex. Wow, Telex. <laughs> that would have been 20, 25 years ago? 35 years ago. 35 years ago. Yeah. And the company will reply to you also by Telex? By Telex, yes. I asked my sister-in-law to do it for me. So mm-hmm. I informed her to Telex to this company. In the morning, in the evening, she gave me the reply. I do this every day until I got the sample, I got the price, and I sent to the customer for testing. I import one lot 
of the product to sell to the industry. My thinking that time is the worst thing I can do for sure is that I get the cost back. I don't have money to import. So I get the credit from the bank. The first credit is 200,000 baht. Wow. 200,000 uh, is allowed. <laughs> 5,000 US credit from the bank to import for product. Wow. That's how you started Abra Group. At that time, uh, Abra is only Abra, not Abra Group. Uh, Abra Group is come from the last 10 years. I started to do the green tea product and started to do uh, green tea cafe. So I expand the company to uh, Healthy Hole. I, I have the, the other company set up the new company, Healthy Hole, to do this business because mm-hmm. it's different uh, business from Abra and need a different way of management. So I create the new company. Wow. And then I, I have some, some other company to support Abra in terms of import, in terms of the customer. But the business still quite the same, but all the company support Abra. Wonderful. Kunwell, I, I want to wrap up what you have shared with us because it is so valuable in terms of your entrepreneurial journey. You said, number one, start with a dream, the dream of being a millionaire, yeah. the dream of someone who would be an entrepreneur and be financially independent. That's so beautiful. Yes. The second is what had you moved to becoming an entrepreneur was a problem which you saw as an opportunity. Most people, when they have a problem, they give up. But you saw an opportunity now to go and start your business and to find your passion in running that business. The third thing that you did, which was really the first step in starting your business was looking for a place to rent. And then you go like, oh, but then I don't have money to pay rent. And how do I make enough revenue to pay for rent? And so you found a customer and you sold garlic powder to that first customer. Once you got the confidence and you started to look at how you can expand, you thought, okay, maybe now I need to look for a reliable supplier from abroad. And your strategy was to find a product that had good demand, almost a killer product, right? And in this particular case, you chose garlic powder. And why not? (laughs) Garlic powder is used in most high cooking. So they'll keep ordering. And uh, it was beautiful that you shared how in those days you had to use telex and you, it's not like you can go online and Google and find your distributors. So it must have taken some time. And when you got in touch with that possible company abroad, you had to get their sample, you had to negotiate the price, then you had to pass the sample to your potential client to test it. And then you were ready to bring in the first lot of a product and you had to pay to the importer because they probably didn't give you credit terms and your customer won't pay you until you have delivered it. So you found how you had to get a loan and a loan of 200,000 baht, which was 5,000 US dollars then. And every step you had a problem, but every Mm -hmm. step you found a solution and that's being resourceful. Every step you had to manage risk and that's being entrepreneurial Finally, you told yourself, okay, I can do all this because the worst case is I only break even. I cover Mm. all my costs. But the Mm. best case, as we now know today, you've built a successful food ingredient distribution company, which actually represents some of the world's best 
manufacturers for their spices yes. and their ingredients. And you're also now a manufacturer of food products. At some point, 10 years ago, you actually set up a series of cafe and you imported in a high premium green tea powder. So, wow, you've done so much with just one little dream, a dream to be a millionaire. Thank you for sharing that inspiration. Yeah, yeah. From exploring the entrepreneurial mindset and entrepreneurship with you, I want to move to a new topic. And I feel that it's also important in today's world of disruption. And this topic is about crisis. Crisis is a kind of a setback. That means, you know, something didn't go according to our plan. And in that moment, we have to figure out something else. And I wonder whether you can share with the listeners the crisis that you have experienced in your business. Uh, Previously, you shared with me about the Tomiam Gun uh, crisis, as well as the more recent COVID crisis. So share with us about this crisis and what you see is the difference between then and now. Yeah, you know. When I'm doing the business, it's always have a problem, always have a challenge. Every problem, every challenge, we have to overcome it. If we overcome it, one step, be more stronger. The crisis in 1997. At that time, Thai bar compared with U.S. is very, very weak. Important. Our cost is high. So at that time, I have to cut loss. Okay. In the product in stock, we got credit, but the excellent is high. Mm-hmm. So the cost is up. But we already sell in the cheap price to the market. Cut loss. Okay. Looking at all the business, we still survive. Mm-hmm. And then increase the price to recover the cost. So everything has to manage to, to survive. And I can overcome that crisis. Not so difficult. Because at that time, the company is not big, it's small company, not high expense, and not, not difficult to solve the problem. Mm. But right now, I'm facing with the COVID crisis and also the war crisis, mm. the same problem that the cost is high. Mm. And we have to like a win-win situation between our company, the customer, and the supplier. Yeah. So our loss in the top period and our company is big. Our expense is high. So this time quite effect more than last time mm. and take time to recover. I understand that. And I looking for the way to recover. And when I see it, okay, just do it. Yeah. From what you shared earlier, we can see that you are masterful in the business of food ingredients because you've been there, you've done it, and you've done it for 35 years. So you know the ups and the downs and the cycle that the market goes through. Also, the most important thing is if you take care of your supplier, your customer, and your employees, they'll all be there for you. Yeah, yeah. We, we can suffer this period, but not in the future. Why we still have the customer with me, still have the staff, willing to work and take their efforts for the company. We have still have the supply. Business still go on. That's right. So it's taking a long-term view about business and not panicking and getting concerned to close down just because 
We are impacted by a crisis, which in the case of COVID and the war over the last two years. So the point you're making is that if we take care of our customers and our staff, when the market picks up, they too will take care of us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for sharing that philosophy about running a business. Kunwell, I want to ask you one question. So did you lose sleep during the Tom Yam Gung crisis in 1997? I lose sleep and I stressful. Since I starting to do my own business, stressful, worry, cannot sleep. This is happened to me all the time until right now. I quite surprised myself. Why I'm not stressful? I can sleep well, no problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is what is changed my life in the next step in a good way. So now I want to move to a new topic about spirituality mm-hmm. and where you are in your spiritual journey. Yeah, right now, why I, I can sleep well, why I don't have any more stressful, because I have a goal of my life. I met my master around 2015. I found that I have a responsibility. My master, he have to go to build a wonder of the world, to build this wonder place of the world. Mm. So it'll take more than one lifetime. More than one lifetime. My master said that it takes three lifetimes. Wow. Yeah. So that's 200 years. Yes, 200 years. Yes, this place is for Buddhism. Uh, And I'm has a responsibility to support him mm. Mm. for successful in this. And this is also the goal of my life. My inside is calm, confident, peaceful, and always powerful mm. and don't afraid of anything. That's why oh, I realized that this big goal made me like a not stateful and can sleep well. That's really great that you share it with us. One is that actually taking on a big goal or a big problem in life, like helping to build this wonder of Buddhism. Whilst it's a great responsibility, on the other hand, the impact to us is that it gives us peace and freedom knowing what our life is about so that mm-hmm. you can actually be powerful in the face of anything. Right, mm-hmm. So that's wonderful. And number two is that I'm sure this also has changed how you then looked at your own business over the years, because it's now in the 35th year. And when you discovered this new goal, you must have thought about how you want to change your business and your people, like how you're professionalizing them for the future, how you invest in your people to develop them so that they can continue the business successfully even when you're not around, because you're clear that the success of your business will also go on to funding this project and be a contribution to your staff. You know, I'm saying this because both of us have worked together for the last 15 years. And over the years, I've actually observed the change in your focus from just the company's financial performance to caring more about the sustainable success of your people and the business. How did you meet your master? My mother stayed with him the last three years before she passed away. Three months before she passed away. I can see the way she changed from the past. She became really peaceful in mind. I saw that she is fulfilled. She is my idol at that time. Mm -hmm. I want to be like this. I want to be like this. So 
So after she passed away, I start to meet the master and talk to him. And I start to know by myself that he is my master. Mm. Not only this life, but from the past life. Wow. Yeah. So I'm confident. I follow him all the time. Yeah. Thank you for sharing something very deep and personal to you. Look at the disruption that we are facing in today's world with COVID and the war. It is clear that our lives are changing and people start to talk about whether it is possible to live a simple life. And what do you think about that? Is it possible for us to live a simple life? In the past, you know, I'm always thinking that right now I have money. Why Mm. I'm not happy in the past before I meet the master. But right now, when I met the master, when I stay at the temple, I sleep in a tent with the feeling that uh, can sleep well, really fulfilled, really happy. Don't feel that sleep in a tent is a uh, suffer. Yes. But when out of the temple, I want to spend my life traveling. I stay in the luxury hotel because I have money, right? And I feel happy, fulfill myself. So for me, the simple life is I have to fulfill every time, every moment of my life, no matter is in the luxury, is fulfilled all the time. Good food, when I want to eat, I eat by dining when I want to eat. I eat the simple food, but every time I enjoy, relax, happy all the time. Also, I am take care of myself. I want to have long life. Why I want to have long life? I want to support the wonder thing, my goal, as long as possible. So I must have long life. So mm-hmm. I look after myself all the time. Exercise, continue exercise every day, 30 minutes every day. Eat the good food, not junk. Take care of my spiritual. Right now, my spirit is not stressful. Mm-hmm. So it supports my body, my, my health. For me, it's just do what you want to do and like a fulfill in every moment of your life. Mm, very profound advice to all of us. Do what is in front of you. Do it fully, moment by moment. So whether you're in the temple, in a tent, having a simple meal, or whether you're in a luxury hotel, enjoying fine dining with your friends, yeah. own 100% every moment. Yes. And enjoy yes. that fully with no regret and no yeah. uh, guilt, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. For that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Kunwal, what do you think makes you thrive today? When I'm starting the business, I'm in the mode of I have to survive. I have to survive. I'm stressful and I'm not work as a team. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a center and I have to solve every problem i can do that when the company is small yes but like now abra is a big company i cannot go in all the detail i need a team and i see that the team really important i build up the factory i spend the money to build up the head office i spend almost 200 million baht for the construction but the construction is not run the business. Yeah. The staff is run business. If I don't have a good team, 
I still survive. I cannot have a healthy life. So I decided I have to build up the team. That only the good team can drive the company. I spend the time. I spend money mm. for success to have a good team. Mm. Yeah. For sustainable success. Oh, yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's very inspiring. Right now, my family is great. Me and my brother and sister, we can join together to the temple or to the trip. It's always wonderful when we meet each other. We 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 enjoy. For my own family, right now for me, my husband and my daughter, I accept what they are. Mm, who they are and who they are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they have to accept what am I. Yes, what I want to do, where I want to go, they must accept me also. Stay together like a good friend, a close friend, a best friend. Sometimes my daughter do the thing that I don't want her to do, but okay, let her try. That's right. Final, she will know. Yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> That's so great. Thank you for sharing that as well. Thank you, Lamesh. Thank you, Dr. Ramesh and Kunwell, for sharing your discussion on going beyond business success to find peace and purpose. Next up, Dr. Ramesh chats with Mr. Francis Xavier, a polymath set apart by his passion and accomplishments in entirely different domains and by his vigorous, creative energy. Francis is a senior counsel and leading disputes lawyer with one of the big four law firms in Singapore. He's also into mountain climbing, race car driving, playing with his band, NGO work, and tiger conservation. So be sure to join us again here on our next Thriving in the Age of Disruption podcast episode to learn the secret of how Francis finds the energy to do it all and thrive.